Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1161. When to Quit a Side Hustle by Jim Wang with BudgetsAreSexy.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and I'm with you every single day reading from these websites that cover work and productivity and a lot more. So now we're gonna jump right into our post for today as we optimize your life. When to Quit a Side Hustle by Jim Wang with BudgetsAreSexy.com. Starting something new is always exciting. I only recently started Microblogger and all of the excitement I had when starting bargaineering came rushing back to the forefront. I was learning a new niche, reaching out to new people, making new friends, maybe a few enemies, but it's been fun. You can find a million articles about how to start a side hustle or business, but very few about when it's time to shut it down. People like to remain positive and shuttering a business is anything but. Years ago, I helped start a small advertising company that had an innovative way of leveraging retargeting. We signed up publishers, we reached out to potential clients, and we actually sold some business. Even today, years after we shut down the business, I still think it's a great idea, and I don't know anyone who is doing it. At the time, retargeting was still very new, and so we had the challenge of not only selling the idea of it, but also ourselves and our innovative strategy. It was too many cells, other opportunities looked better, and we moved on. A gentle euphemism for we shut it down. Not every passion turned side hustle will be a roaring success, but shutting it down isn't necessarily a bad thing. So how do you know when to shut things down? It is the hardest decision a hustler can make because it runs counter to our very nature. If things aren't going well, we respond by pushing ourselves. You can always work harder. If there's an obstacle, we try to go up, around, or through it. We aren't trained to quit. We're trained to work harder than the next person and persevere. Quitting is for quitters. Quitting is also sometimes necessary, and there's no easy answer as to when you should. It is often said that we make decisions based on emotion and then look for facts to back them up. I believe in the end, whether you should shut down is a gut feeling. You will know deep down that fighting another day and grinding another week just won't cut it. If you're feeling those emotions or think you might be, let's try to find some facts to back it up. Let's try to determine whether you're just passing through a rough patch or if it's time to shut the doors. How well did you test this idea before executing? Did you make your first sale? How about your second? A problem many entrepreneurs run into is that they fall in love with their idea and they don't test it enough. They don't try to locate their market and ask their potential customers what they want. You're essentially building a prototype business to see if it'll fly. If it does, you can build it for real. 
If it doesn't, you can toss it and move on without having invested too much money, time, and energy. If you haven't been able to sell enough of your product or service, does a market even exist for it? It's as simple as going out onto the street and walking up to complete strangers to ask for the sale. If you can't or are unwilling to do so, maybe the business isn't meant to be. For our retargeting business, the market was still very young, and while it exists today, it didn't really exist back then. Has your life situation changed? Jay shared with me the story of why he shut down Love Drop. What he was doing was fantastic, and while it wasn't a for-profit business, he would have continued running it had his life situation not changed. He discovered he would become a father and he wouldn't be able to travel as much, which was core to Love Drop. Rather than put stress on himself and his family by continuing, he made the difficult decision to shut things down. Do you still believe in the business? This is arguably the most important reason because if you don't believe in it, no one will. The tricky part about this is that your faith will be tested often. You will have bad days, but do the bad days shake your foundations? I find it's extremely valuable to step away from the business for a few days, clear your head, and try to reassess when you're not emotionally drained. Employees do this every week. Entrepreneurs and hustlers tend to push through weekends as if they don't exist. If you can't get away, or if a few days is not enough, I suggest asking someone else for their opinion. Consult a mentor. Every entrepreneur should have mentors they look up to, whether it's peers in their industry or just trusted advisors from their personal lives. You need someone you can confide in who can give you an honest assessment of your business. If nothing else, being able to speak with someone about your struggles can have a therapeutic effect. Also consider finding a mastermind group that you can join or start to have that support structure in place. Talk to them about your concerns for the business and whether it might be time to shut things down. They'll be objective in their assessment and they might even have advice for how to proceed. I joked in the beginning that quitting is for quitters, but I don't believe that. Our lives are a string of successes and failures. It's our responses to either that define who we are. If you choose to shut something down, it's not the end of your entrepreneurial career. It's merely a bump in the road and one that, hopefully, you will have learned from. The lessons you learn in a failure will prove invaluable in the next venture. Bargaineering started as a site that curated bargains. It ended up as a personal finance blog. It was a failure before it was a success. It's never easy to pull the plug on a business and one that shouldn't be taken too lightly. Hopefully, with these suggestions, you can make the right decision with confidence. You just listened to the post titled When to Quit a Side Hustle by Jim Wang with BudgetsAreSexy.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And I want to thank Jim, who is a guest writer on BudgetsAreSexy.com, 
He is the founder of Bargaineering, a personal finance blog that was acquired in 2010 for over $3 million. Since then, he started a new site, wallethacks.com, where he and his team share unconventional strategies to get ahead financially and in life. And also a big thank you to Jay Money, who is the creator of Budgets Are Sexy, and we've been fortunate enough to meet him at some conferences in the past and hang out with him a little bit, and uh, he's a really great guy, a lot of fun to be around, and he does typically write about personal finance, so you can hear his content being narrated over on Optimal Finance Daily pretty regularly, but occasionally he does touch on business issues as well. He started Budgets Are Sexy way back in February of 2008 to track his journey of hitting $1 million in net worth. After 11 years of budgeting, saving, learning how to invest, and making a bunch of mistakes along the way, he finally reached his goal, and millions of readers were there with him following along the whole time. So again, to hear a lot more content from his site being narrated to you for free, you can simply search for Optimal Finance Daily wherever you're hearing this. And I think that does it for today. I hope you have a happy Tuesday out there, and uh, thanks so much for being a subscriber and regular listener. And I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Wednesday show where your optimal life awaits.